What's your problem? Spear. <laughs> Are we live? One, two, oh wait, no, 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 three, two, oh no, oh my god. Are we recording? Yes. Right, okay. <laughs> Welcome um, to this, uh, what was that? That was aggressive. No, I need to not listen to the headphones, otherwise I'll yeah, hear no, but like you literally a, just chucked it on the a latency Yeah, anyway, echo. whatever. So, Sophie, it's never it's never been that bad. <laughs> it's not. No, it's, ne- it's never. Well, obviously, we no, have a like guest with us today, so no, I have no, to make sure that it's just, on point. No, that was different. That was different. That was... A, I need to push a bunch of buttons and go, okay, right, I've got to deal with this now. <laughs> right, three, two, one, right, get, we'll get to play, stardy dart. Like, that was mental. Direct. That was car. really frustrating. Anyway, we've got Sophie here with us. Say hello. Hey, hello. Sophie. Right, so Sophie um, is our friend. And uh, we want to talk to her about things. Like, Say it so simplistically. <laughs> <laughs> like how, why don't you explain how? who Sophie is? Or Sophie, why don't you explain who you are yourself? Oh, me? Okay, yeah. an introduction. Well, uh, oh, yeah, right. go on. Basically, Actually, yeah. We, we met Sophie at work. An old job, an old jobby wob. Yeah. And um, We all used to be in the same department. We all used to be in the same department. And then we found out a little something something about our friend Sophie. Well, I'm a spy. That she's... <laughs> <laughs> That would correlate really, really well to me. That she's a spy. No. And she was working undercover. Yeah, I was. Speak closer into the mic. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm here now. Hi. Um, Didn't you say this is just like the BBC? (laughs) I did, Avoid press record. Do you feel differently about that now? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this this is is a first time for me, but I'm enjoying it. I'm loving every minute. (laughs) Right, tell everyone. Oh, tell everyone why you're here. So I'm here today because they have invited me to talk about the fact that I'm adopted and what that means and how that all happened and my story. Yay. Yeah, round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a great episode. Thank you so much. And toodles. Okay, so yeah, how do we even how do we even start this? So yeah, we heard we heard this news (laughs) and you've been really the whole time we've known you you've been really open about it and you haven't it hasn't been like a, a thing that you've stigmatized or you've felt un, uncertain about talking about and you have you've gone into some level of detail at times and then others it's kind of passing comments but nonetheless mm. like you're very kind of open about it and that's I don't know if that's unusual or if that's I guess for every person's story it's different the circumstances that led to them you know landing in the place that they are and clearly you you feel comfortable enough and you were really keen with the idea of talking about your story in more detail so mm. very excited for that um is there any 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 other comments tom before we start the interview oh you've pretty much summarized <laughs> it i'm like i could just go straight into it but yay okay so why don't you tell everyone how old you are okay so i'm 25 um, I was adopted on my first birthday. We still don't, I mean, that's the, the date that they've told my parents and it's on my birth certificate. I have two birth certificates. So I've got my Chinese one and then I do have my English one as well, which um, I probably would have got when I came over here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And wait, what, um, do you know a bit about geography, like whereabouts in China? You're oh yeah, from sorry, yeah, and, I should have explained yeah. that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so my parents, Cindy what and Mike. What are the coordinates? Yeah. We need to find them. <laughs> um, I am from a place called Sharman, 
um, spelled with X I A. Anyway, I can't actually <laughs> remember, but it's on like the south. Sa- it, it's in the south of China. It's very hot there. Um, so, where is the closest city? Oh, like the closest you know? major one. I'm not good with geography. <laughs> it's two and a half hours flight from Beijing. Right. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, do you mean when you say south? Like, I'm not great with Chinese geography, but. Like towards Hong Kong type Shanghai. Way. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Let's when go, I googled it, I just it just this shows the part <laughs> on the map. Zoom out. It just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Google it, folks. Yeah. yeah. Let's not. And then so okay, so you came over here when you were one, and mm. just tell us a bit about where you grew up and yeah, and all of that whatnot. So when they adopted me, um, who's they? Oh, my my birth parents, but I just call them my parents because. I wouldn't call them anything else. That's what I know, and I yeah, wouldn't yeah, assume. Yeah. So they are just my. Pa- I just refer to them as my parents, but I, I suppose yeah. Of course. yeah. Um, so and t- yeah, and they took you over. They brought me over to um, lovely East Sussex, um, and yeah, I grew up um, there. And we, I went to the school in 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 this village, and um, then yeah, all my other schools were around the East Sussex area. But so yeah. you, so you were so. Brought over to East Sus- Sussex, and you lived in, and you lived in kind of small town, village Very type. Very small town, yeah. Yeah, and were you the only at the time? Was this unusual to do, or was this kind of more commonplace? How how did that? Um, so mm-hmm. I, I guess an interesting part of like the story of when I was adopted was I wasn't like alone. So there was another family that also accompanied my parents on the same trip to do exactly mm. the same thing. Um, and I am still in, in contact with, with this, this person as well. Um, we sort of, um, got in contact last year actually. Uh, but I think her... that's when you and I started talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were like, oh, I'm going to meet this girl. And like, yeah. you know, it's kind of strange circumstances. Yeah. And... But I think because when I met up with her, she gave me a DVD that I knew that happened, uh, was, was filmed because my dad was the one who was filming it. But I had actually forgotten it. I hadn't seen it in so many years. But it actually tells a story of both of our um, experience mm. of how we got adopted and like the whole process when they were in China um, and how that happened. Uh, so yeah, we just sort of sh- share the same story, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. But she was adopted um, in the same orphanage, orphanage as well, and then she lived in a completely different part of the country. So that's why we sort of only saw each other now and again. I can't mm. remember where it was, but I think it was maybe Surrey area. I've mm. probably got that wrong. Um, but yeah, so but we have very different like class backgrounds. Um, mm. So she was actually born in, uh, adopted into a rich family. Um, whereas my parents like weren't poor, but they were, you know, w- w- more working class, I guess mm-hmm. you yeah. could say. Well, like um, middle. Yeah. yeah. So that was quite interesting to compare, like the upbringing of, you know, I remember seeing her house and mine was like lovely, but yeah. hers was very different to mine. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a pool in the house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a normal thing at my age. And I saw, I was like, is that normal? And the, yeah. the tennis court. And I was like, oh, okay. And tennis I got, court wow. as well in yeah. the house. Oh my. And then I got older and I was like, oh. So they have more money. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and wait, I remember you were saying you something came about from the same place. They're so isn't that so yeah. interesting? Yeah, I was saying. I remember you saying that. Um, there was like a newspaper clipping that I remember you showing yes. us, or like, so it was like a big fanfare when you were yeah. brought over. Yeah. So, um, my mum actually, I, I met up my mum recently, and she kind of gave me a bit more background about you know the whole process and what yeah. happened afterwards as well, because there was a lot of spotlight when um this was all happening, and I think a lot of journalists were very interested about 
this whole process of adopting a baby from China and bringing yeah. it over to the UK. Um, so there was a lot of, uh, there was a slight bit of like media press when, when, when my parents came back and they approached my parents and then, yeah, I made it into the Sunday Times. Hello. <laughs> That's a good um, name for us. But not. yeah, I haven't actually read the article, so I actually do re- need to reread it, but yeah. it's a very nice picture of me and my mum. Yeah. And she's holding me and looking at me lovingly. Aww. And it says something like China doll, mother. It's like something like reduced to tears or something. Like, yeah. I was like, maybe she cried. Like, who knows if that's <laughs> yeah, actually exactly. a fact. But I was like, it's a very sweet picture. <laughs> China doll, you know. That's yeah. a bit uh, risque, <laughs> okay. uh, shall we say? No, I know. <laughs> Silly billies. Yeah. And just generally, so like, what was it like? I know this is a very broad sweeping mm. question, but feel free to talk on it as long as you'd like. What was it like growing up in East Sussex? Just yeah so through my eyes like as a child you don't know the difference for a really long time like even now study like looking at children the way they observe me and i have a half brother and sister who are german white like they 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 know me for me but i still think they kind of are only just getting the differences yeah so so i have like strong memories of other children picking out my differences so i have this really strong memory of this boy who did the classic you know like pulling his eyes in front of me yeah. and I was How like looking oh this must have been primary school like I, I mm. remember it as if it was yesterday and bless him he was only just like I don't know pick, just noticing something and this woman like this teacher came over and was screaming at him saying you don't ever do that and I was like why is he getting shouted out like why, why yeah. has he just been told off like that I didn't understand at all mm. for a really long time and like I guess like yeah because where I went to school in primary school I was like literally the only Chinese girl yeah um, so I, to be to be honest, I just and you know I didn't spend a lot of time in the mirror as a child, so yeah. I just didn't. <laughs> I just I just didn't know or just, just didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't, didn't realise yeah. like he he was getting told off for for for, for you know picking out this difference of me. Yeah. Like even though my hair was clearly black, like o- other kids had black hair as well. Like yeah. and you still just wouldn't notice. Like oh yeah, because I have this other memory, for example, of where I used to dance and um, when I used to do like shows and they used to put my hair up with the with like the hairspray in the pins yeah i i remember thinking my hair is really bad because they used to complain a lot about how difficult it was to tie my hair up into that bun so i used to think oh god i've got awful hair and it wasn't until when i got older people around me were saying oh my god hair your sophie sophie your hair is so gorgeous it's so thick thick, and i used to think well all my life to that (laughs) yeah no so i used to always think having thick hair was so bad because it meant trouble. It meant yeah. longer to put it up. So I always right. think looking back, that's quite funny to think back then that I used to think, oh no, they're going to really hate me today. Like they're going to really pull my hair. They're going to go through a whole can yeah. of hairspray or something <laughs> like just that. To get in like a um, so yeah. Wow. Man. Yeah, that's mental. So you said you're the only, you were the only Chinese girl in your school. Yes. Did you, when you started to understand, okay, maybe there is something going on here. Did, when did you kind of start to ask questions about where you where you you know came from or why you were yeah you know, I think, being being yeah. treated in in this kind of way in some in some instances yeah I think I feel like the way that I've adapted around my you know surroundings and who I hung out with at school I've actually been okay with a lot of stuff like um there's a celebrity and I remember 
her, her name's Shay Mitchell, and she was talking <laughs> yeah. about the fact that when she was at school, she had a very similar situation where she wanted to have blonde hair, yeah. like the girls that she hung around with, and wanted lighter skin. Mm-hmm. But I never really had that. Like, yeah. I, I never was like, I need to look like my friends. I think there were certain aspects that I was like, oh, okay, well, I think that she's really pretty, and yeah. a lot of my friends were white, so I assumed that that was a you know very beautiful, and I didn't really get much attention from guys, so I always just assumed, you know, that's what beauty is. That's which yeah. was like yeah, yeah. a thing that I learned later on in life once I actually went out of that like East, East Sussex I well, was like okay they're actually as completely different like, yeah. types of beauty um, yeah. but I, I, I don't really know I kind of just I know I wasn't really heavily into makeup because you know one thing I think you would try to do is if you try to want to look somebody else you try your best efforts to want to try and look like that person but I have no interest in makeup yeah I kind of dressed a lot like a tomboy growing up but that was just because like I just didn't want to wear a dress like I just wasn't really that into that and like I preferred to wear trainers and I was very much like you know into like the baggier clothes but I guess in terms of like um is it that you kind of resigned yourself to the idea that like it's not that you're butters yeah but like they're pretty, they're beautiful, and then there's me. Yeah. And, like, and then I'll just do my thing. Yeah, I was very much like, I'm just doing my own thing, yeah. really. Um, I didn't, yeah, I, I definitely didn't do what most of this, the girls did at my school were doing, so I was just like, I'm just on my own lane, really. Yeah. I was creative, spent a lot of time in my room. And so you were sketches. very independent yeah. <laughs> from, from the beginning, shall we say. Like, you didn't yeah. really pay attention or allow no. others to really Which type, this man, this, she's got an independent <laughs> spirit, like, <laughs> yes. That definitely chimes and with us. Yeah. How about your parents? Like, were they really open with you um, in terms yeah. of your adoption from the beginning, or was oh, it? One, yeah. Did they keep it secret? Because I, I, when and I was also, doing the research, what are your thoughts on that? On yeah. parents, on, on parents concealing that information as as something yeah. that is adopted. Like, can you talk about like what your experience was with your parents, and yeah. also what your thoughts on on that in general? Because I remember you sent is. us a, a video and. Like, I feel like the parents in that video were very, like, protective of they their They were, daughter. yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so I just wanted to... I, th- I agreed when, when I was listening to this documentary with the mother's side saying that she, she, she did have a responsibility to protect yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And when you are young and you, when you are growing up and you are, try, you know, just busy finding yourself, it just, yeah. you know, that's that it's, is quite it's a, scary. It's a, it's a heavy piece of information to take in exactly. as a kid yeah. with all the other stuff and stresses going yeah. on at school and whatnot. And I think the, the best part is, is you want to uh, let your child feel as normal as possible. And I, th- I felt like when this mother was saying it's about trying to protect her child, yeah. you know, I really felt that that was like the right thing to do because if you do start saying these things, like you don't know what it could cause and you don't want mm. it to, yeah. you know, start something or trigger it. Yeah. But I don't know, I think it depends on the person, but my parents have been completely open about it. Um, from day one, obviously, they, they yeah. did tell me. I don't actually have a memory of them telling me. Because you were that young. Wasn't I was that, that young. Moment, wow. like, but yeah. I do have wow. a memory of somebody telling me, yeah. which wasn't my parents, but they, they, they said, to me like no Sophie we told you like I and I believed them and that but I had to have a very strong memory of another person what like breaking the news almost yeah again like it was a very like I was a very young age and it was a teaching assistant oh wow and it was like kind of like a moment of like oh okay well that's new like kind of sort of thing I remember her just sort of saying it casually thinking obviously well she should know sort of thing and but I remember like being like it was my first time that I heard it and I was like like oh okay cool but I wasn't like what or yeah. Like angry I was just very child I was like oh, okay cool because I, again at that age like what does that even mean yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. like yeah, yeah. my parents were my parents and like I just 
didn't, it didn't matter it just, either it, it way didn't what even she was think, saying. Yeah. I had no like I, the thoughts behind that didn't go much further than oh, okay. Yeah. So I, right. didn't, I wasn't from my mum's tummy. Yeah. Right. And that was right. about as far as it would exactly. go at that age in terms of... At that, at that level. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't... It seems like yeah. most of the problems comes from outside, like other people were more mm. concerned than... than yeah, because yeah. other people have perceptions about what it, you know, mm. why someone would, would go to, to adopt a child and what it means. And yeah. Kind of, and yeah, they kind of project their own nonsense onto the kid yeah and I've been blessed with that because most people all my closest friends now obviously um and you know during school I think it was like a known thing but again a lot of people just don't know what it really really means yeah and there's very obvious questions like if you just ask me like the top five questions people have asked me in my oh, life oh that's a good one yeah, uh, <laughs> I actually had them written on my phone but I, I, I think I can remember them off the top of my head so the yeah. first one obviously is do you want to find your birth parents yeah <laughs> and that was always like ding, just ding, ding. Like, yeah, I had that on my <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's like followed by can you speak Chinese yeah. and then I right. always disappoint you have to say no because my parents tried so hard but I just oh they actually in- did try yeah, to teach you did. Mandarin or um, Cantonese yeah they did Mandarin, yeah. yeah but I just you know I had other interests oh. I just didn't want to yeah. do it but I think it's kind of like a regret in some sense yeah but you don't know have been amazing? that age like how, how and you can still try and do it later in life anyway, yeah exactly just... I mean yeah I mean it would kind of like match the identity but I think I'd prefer to learn love language like but... French or Spanish yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and what other things like as I've noticed as I've got older mm-hmm. the questions are you know within a certain like age range and um, what's the word uh, education yeah. so like okay. when you're young you get like really silly questions and as you get older and there's been some times where people have upset me without me being able to show that I have been upset yeah. not because it's like you, because you necessarily don't always know the answers yourself at that point and yeah. it takes yeah. a lot to digest and I think part of this openness is because I'm so willing to talk about it yeah. and that's how I've become this a- this able to speak about it but also you're confident. able to to I think part of that openness is is saying, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, like because I think there is this, the onus is is on you almost mm. to to make everyone else feel comfortable about the conversation around adoption. Mm. Like also, you know, like someone asking you, you know, do you want to find your birth parents? Mm. They want an answer that that comforts them. Yeah, right. So you can't say, no, I don't want to. That's that. There's no closure in that for mm-hmm. the person asking the question. Yeah. Right? Like they they want that kind of uh, they want to be filled. I don't know. Like wrapped around in cotton wool and yeah. comforted because it's to so many people so unimaginable to go through something like that. But mm. for you, it's so normal. Mm. So and it's like yeah. Well, actually, that's you're entitled to not know the answers. Yeah. Do you, can you speak Chinese? Do you want to meet your parents? What are the other three? Um. Do you want to go back to China? Um. Hold on, you may be, yeah, let, bear, bear with. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Where's my notes? So, do you want to go back to China? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, to answer that one, so I can answer that while I'm um, finding my notes. I do want to go back to China because I've recently, I, it's only probably been within the last four years that I actually Googled the place that right. I was adopted from. Like, yeah. how weird. And I think you meeting I, your friend last year was a real yeah. step in that direction of like, yeah. right, okay, maybe I feel a bit more ready. Yeah. Because yeah. in my head, I kind of had this kind of sad sort of feeling towards the place. Yeah. I Googled it. It's absolutely yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I remember you showing us yeah. like pictures of like, like beach seaside, destinations. Yeah, yeah seaside and it has resort. got a lot of tourist attraction. Yeah. So I would love to go. And my brother is also adopted, which I was going to mention. But, and he 
he's from a different part of China. He's from a place called Chongqing, which is, I think, closer to the city of Beijing. Um, but we, people, obviously, a lot of people in the South would say, oh, you two look exactly the same. But actually, <laughs> if you paid attention yeah. to our detail, we are completely different looking. Like He's got a completely different type of skin yeah. and he yeah. looks completely different in the baby pictures compared to my baby pictures. Um, so yeah, I do want to go back to China, and I'd love to if I could pick anybody in the world to go with. I would, I would pick him yeah. Yeah. because I think he's, he's a bit the only younger. one that would really understand. Yeah, what the, the feeling is. But I'm waiting for him. I think he's he's just on his own journey with it. Like he's a guy. He's three years younger than me. He hasn't left um, the place that we both grew up in. Um, so when he does want to, and like it doesn't have to be now. It can be like in five years or in ten years or when we're both retired. It doesn't have to be right. When, whenever we're ready but I would love to go I'd love to visit a few few times to go to China mm. um, would you ever go would you feel weird about going to China for a holiday and then not not doing this piece of the puzzle um, I feel like it's kind of like a weird thing to say but I feel like very much like a visitor yeah because like I'd feel like a tourist would, yeah. yeah because I don't know anything and that's the part about China that I have, and this whole adoption thing that I have a huge curiosity about, it's not about finding the parents, it's the culture that I, I could have been in, yeah. and I could have right. lived, the jobs that I could have had, the education I could have had, the, you know... 11 the years education is of sex, isn't it? Yeah. In school. So it's completely different from what I have had. So that's the part that I'm like, that's like really I interesting to me. I sometimes feel similar, like when, when I think about the prospect of if my parents stayed in Uganda mm. like Hell I would yeah. have been a completely yeah. different person and it's just yeah. Yeah. yeah that is crazy okay so I actually only have four here oh, so. okay. <laughs> <laughs> anticlimactic yeah um, oh yeah so do you ever think about like my birth parents or other family members um, should I answer that yeah yeah, yeah so I guess the thing that I've kind of loosely thought of this only just this week is obviously that I probably do have a biological brother or sister. Yeah. And that's something I really, really haven't grasped onto until really maybe just like this week. Yeah. Mainly because I have a quite like, I've got um, three other siblings. Um, yeah. And who, as I said, is, is adopted. He is my brother. Like, yeah. I just don't think of him as not. And it doesn't yeah. matter about the fact that we don't have the same blood. Like, he is like my closest family member. Mm. And like, he is like the strongest connection that I do have. Um, throughout yeah. from like my family members like we're from the same place we, we started the same and I, I even though you know it is probably highly likely or you know maybe not likely at all like I'm not craving finding a brother or sister yeah. because I have a brother yeah. and sister like I've got two yeah. brothers and I've got one sister so for me there's no, nothing missing there there's like no um, feeling of wanting to seek that like I am very lucky and we're all sort of different in age but yeah. um, I've got those like places yeah. for people yeah. if that makes sense do you feel grateful like uh, this This feels like a state the obvious type mm. question but do you feel grateful that you've had that you guys have been in this together yeah so- I feel like as we're growing up now yeah. I want to have more conversation with him yeah. I don't know if he's ready for that so I don't want to push it because, yeah. as I said, what, what's been so great for me is I've been lucky with people who've really accepted it. Yeah. And you get a feeling if somebody's like understanding you and they're like, okay, well, it's cool or whatever. Like at secondary school, like, you know, my friends like sort of knew about it, but nobody really yeah. wanted to like, like, 
go into, into it too yeah. much, which is cool for me because I wasn't really at that point either. Like mm. I was just doing my schoolwork. That's cool. And then as I got into college, there was a bit more conversation about yeah. it. You know, girls are a lot older then. They start to, you know, talk a lot more and that, that you know, there was a bit more conversation. And then uni really was like the moment for me where I met incredible girlfriends yeah. and they all wanted to chat to me about it. And I just felt so comfortable with the people, yeah. with the girls around me. So I was really lucky to have such good friends around me who wanted to ask and then they wanted to listen. I'm thinking as well, do you think like, you do you feel somewhat basically I'm thinking about the UK and how it's really really multicultural mm. do you think that's also helped in terms of like making you feel comfortable and relaxed well and then as maybe an extension of that living in a place that isn't multicultural mm. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I mean everything's different now yeah. now that I'm older and where I'm living in London obviously I don't feel like a big magnifying glass yeah. on me I guess mm. um you know, like my differences are like something to be, you know, proud of and yeah, show off. Yeah. Exactly. And I really feel that now. Yeah. Um, and I love it and I do feel really comfortable in my skin. Yeah. And no, I'm not saying I didn't feel uncomfortable in my skin as a, as a kid, but I don't feel I really understood or appreciated yeah. it. You know, yeah. like I just think you don't really understand what it, it's like to, you know, you kind of look at your eyes and you see your friend's eyes and yeah. you think, oh God, she's got gorgeous eyelashes. I don't have eyelashes like her. Yeah. Or she's got, um, I don't know, just like things like that. And I'm just, they're, 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 they're like some things that I've noticed. But then mm. actually a moment when I was at Camp America, that's actually where I met like other girls from different backgrounds. And they, I felt like the same as them, yeah. if that makes sense. Because um, my friends- Were they Chinese? No, um, black. Right. And um, I'm not quite sure where my friend is from. But anyway, <laughs> but she... Oh, no, that's really bad. Sorry. Um, but she, we, were, we were at the... Um, She's brownish. Yeah, that was, that's I don't, fine. I don't want to get it wrong. But she was... We were just, like, uh, chilling by the, the, the lake. And she was, like, just pointing out these things about me, saying, Sophie, you've got such big lips and all this and all that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, saying it was, like, a beautiful thing. And I was just like... I Did she mention your cheekbones? Yeah, like some, I, I want to mention your cheekbones. Yeah, right now. I, <laughs> so only once somebody said that to me in school. Yeah, and I was like, they just said, "Oh, you got such high cheekbones, like you have like mo like model cheekbones." Hell I was yeah! Like, what does that mean? Like, I had no idea what that meant, and yeah. I was just like, "Oh, like I just didn't notice at all." You were just too tomboy for your own good, you know. You didn't yeah. see, you didn't see all the all the heat you were packing. I should show you my school. I should show you my school pictures because I was very like awkward. You can tell I was a bit awkward. Like I tried to do like the side fringe. And yeah, I had a bit of time yourself. with my eyeliner. Yeah. Like it was a fucking. Me I mean, it was a mess. <laughs> you, can, you can swear. You can fucking swear. But yeah, I mean, uh, do you ever wonder what life would have been like if I was if my life was in China? Do you uh, do you really get that question a lot? Um sometimes like it's it's quite rare like the top two yeah that mainly, feels like, like the... quite a profound question but uh, yeah maybe this is more like my own common question all right okay, go on then answer that <laughs> um, as well while you're I, feel at like, it. I know we were talking about yeah. it off air before we were, were recording but that documentary on netflix yeah. that we watched where there were the two twins, yeah, twins, that were twins. Yeah. yeah yeah twins that's it where one grew up in paris and the other one grew up in america in california california and they're both from they were both from china or, or south korea south korea yeah mm. it's just but what's interesting about you saying that you, you don't really feel like you have a void in terms of your family unit, like you've got you've got siblings, you've got people, you've got a support system in your friends, yeah. and you you have siblings that you feel really close to. So like that, the idea of, I think the premise of that movie was I feel I feel a void somewhere, mm. you know something's missing, 
then yeah. they found each other or whatever. Mm. But yeah, no. So have you thought about have have you thought about what or pondered on what what life would have been like? Yeah, if you'd stayed. I remember watching this um, documentary by Gok Wan and he went back to China and he was he was taught he was there to visit factories mm. and I don't know why but I really saw this like first insight to to to, to factory life in China mm-hmm. and there was these girls that were going into the factories and they were working something ridiculous like 50p mm-hmm. a day and they had to go there when it was like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. and they would leave and it was it was it was really really scary to watch actually because yeah. I was like that's their life and I wasn't, you know, assuming, you know, that would have been life. But, but it's it's something that, that could I just have been a wasn't. Possibility, yeah. yeah, because you know, with you know, most of our clothes and all this stuff it says made in China. Yeah. And you know, you think, oh, you know, China must have loads of factories, loads of workers. I mean, there's a huge amount of people over there. Yeah. Um, and that was like kind of like a bit of an eye opener to think, oh God, like imagine my life working for yeah. that wage to provide for a family and that was kind of like a bit shocking to see and I was like a bit again like I kind of like almost was like right well I've got no interest in China then because that's, <laughs> that, that just sounds too you know that sounds too scary it doesn't sound very hopeful it doesn't sound very attractive to want to go there um so I kind of had like dipped in a little bit here yeah, and there you've of, fallen in and out of kind of interest yeah in going but I should have been more in touch with it because now I'm finding obviously like new things out about culture and what's happening in China now and I kind of feel I should I, I owe it to myself to be a bit more educated in, in yeah, the background yeah just keep an eye on it somewhat yeah, or, yeah. yeah so yeah. you wanted to you you sent us some information about the one child policy mm-hmm. and I can thinking about what life would have been like so obviously I, I want to sort of get your perspective on the one child policy but it, I think it's interesting that as part of that policy men or bo- baby boys were favored right yes so but you were born in, into into that that kind of world right where yeah. so you're a baby girl life wouldn't have been so potentially mm-hmm. wouldn't have been so rosy mm-hmm. what are your kind of thoughts on your story in the context of the one child policy yeah i think the, the the thing people maybe think or maybe expect me to think is that the story is very sad because yeah. the sound of it you weren't wanted yeah so you had yeah, to yeah. so you know there's something along those lines oh i was given up you know like the old yeah, classic oliver yeah. twist you know like it's a bit like this child has been put into an orphanage and yeah. it just has yeah. like sad written all over it yeah, my perspective on it is i've i am so happy Mm. and i feel like i'm lucky like i hit the jackpot Mm. and speaking to my parents a lot of people that they spoke with said i am really lucky because i am having a you know my golden ticket out of here yeah you know my condition of when they they got me was really bad so um, did you have like health complications or loads loads yeah. so when I was talking to my dad he basically listed all of like the problems with not only did they get me but then there was a whole panic of are they um is she going to pass all the checks of yeah. you know health because mm. they they you do but I think when you when they got me then there was like other appointments that they needed to go through throughout their time when they were in China it wasn't just like get the baby get the baby out of China they would they stayed for like these three weeks i think um and there was like loads of problems with trying to get my passport as well so it was um so 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 just so i'm clear so you is it that you were found in in a 
kind of poor health or that you were dealing with poor health and then your parents came and it had to kind of be so I think it was because obviously it was a year yeah so the development of a child in a year yeah you but basically my dad has a diary of like notes and he basically recorded the fact that I was four months behind development wow oh yeah because there's key milestones that a child's supposed to reach yeah yeah, so he mentions that which is quite a key point actually because I asked my mum how because in my mind I thought it was maybe 20 babies max but she thinks or maybe she spoke to somebody and said that there was maybe um one staff member to 40 babies she's she said that there was hundreds yeah um and I was like oh wow um and yeah that being said with like the whole health problem like my I had really bad nappy problems because obviously Mm. nobody was there to take care of me Mm. and um I was one of the only babies that could hold my bottle because if you didn't like sometimes the bottles would fall on the floor and the babies yeah. wouldn't eat and then sadly you know mm. babies wouldn't like last yeah. very long um so actually I was known as one of the babies to hold my own bottle which was quite like good yeah. for me but I had <laughs> self-sufficient <problems>. yeah like, I had <laughs> problems on my one. head wow. um so I have like I had like boils and things like that's so, like all, all like pro- problems with my head and yeah. um, my back as well he noted as well that Sophie had bad back um and it could have been like lack of calcium obviously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um lack of I was probably left alone so I wasn't always you know able to go wherever I wanted I was probably left in a cot for yeah. you know hours so I wasn't exactly free getting to... the mobility that you need. yeah yeah building up the motor neuron skills yeah, yeah, and all yeah. of the re- so yeah. there's probably problems in my growth um, and you know the first year of when you're a baby I think is like the most important yeah, it's yeah. Crucial, yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah they 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 said maybe four four months behind development and it's the same with my friend as well. She was she was noted the same. It was the yeah. same thing, like just as bad. And from my parents' point of view, they he documents the fact that he was so worried because once you get your baby, you you feel happy. You've you got your child. Yeah, there's a but joy. Then yeah. When there's other complications and obviously the the language barrier. So yeah. there was loads of doctors around me and my friend, and you know the parents were very nervous about was this baby actually going to be mine because what if there's all these complications yeah. and will they let this kid go yeah yeah so i think that that was you know it wasn't just like oh we've got the baby now we can go it's we've got the baby but that's only like half of like the battle the, yeah the battle, battle. You, you've got to get like the medical checks so so you really feel and you really feel like you kind of dodged a bullet almost mm, massively wow yeah and I don't know if um, necessarily, because, yeah, like, my brother, I think that they, um, when they decided to do- adopt again for the second time, they didn't assume, but they, because they put down girl or boy, because they mm-hmm. would have been happy with either. But they were assuming But they were assuming, they probably thought, you know, it's likely it's going to be, like, a girl, because, like you say, the, the, guy, the boys were always uh, likely to be kept more because they can keep the family name. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, because we're in this crisis now with yeah, too many yeah, men. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not enough women in China. Yeah. So they kept the boys. Sorry. No, I know, but there's <laughs> this is the problem because there's all these men, them, yeah. bachelors, that can't yeah. have any children yeah. because there are no women. So that means also, like, I'll, I'll touch on that in a second, but they're probably right now going through this, like, battle to the death almost for, mm. like, marriage and 
game like for women and no. like, it must be like really hot property yeah. now all of a sudden make a tv show out of it no, <laughs> <laughs> but like um no i didn't i didn't really realize the you know uh severeness of it because they say it's something like 400 million yeah babies lost in this you know i don't know if that's necessarily all women but you know now that there is like this whole um imbalance now yeah of, and um, gender. Gen- of gender and generation we're yeah. very like top heavy with the older generation um being you know four grandparents and yeah. now there only been one child to look after their parents plus their grandparents so yeah so that lot. was really shocking when i heard that that so yeah a kid a kid now would be responsible culturally mm-hmm. that kind of is that mm-hmm. like the kind of cultural thing to take care of your parents as with mm. it, it seems that yeah. there's a kind of expectation I mean, yeah no it's in yeah, uganda is... it's in it's in the arab world as well yeah. but so the idea that a kid you naturally would take care of your parents so for, for me i would i i can split that up between my me and my brother so you can split that between you and your sister but this is like a, a problem now mm-hmm. where it's one person taking care of their parents but then also their parents grand their parents parents so you're taking care of six people yeah and that falls on one person yeah that's heavy so it's not worked out this one child policy basically no. and so it, it stopped in 2015 right yes well, it hasn't. This it's just gone up to two child. It's just gone up to two. People don't want to have a second child, though. Yeah, because they're probably used to just having one, and that's the mm. way we. That's, it's it's three generations of one kid. So, behavior like kind of culturally, it's 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 the it's norm not now. the norm. Yeah, mm. it's the norm to have one kid. Yeah. And yeah. Pe- I was I was I remember like because I did research like crazy, like the stuff you sent over was really helpful. By the way. But, <laughs> But yeah, I was seeing that people were saying that the idea of having one kid is that, um, well, one of the be- perceived benefits, and I, I'm using quotation marks when I say that, um, is that you can pull all of your resources into this yes. one kid yes. and like, mm. like well, they get all the care, the money yeah. and attention, but then equally that it doesn't work out because then they're lumped with six hum- like yeah. six humans, that's, that's really cold. <laughs> six mammals <laughs> <laughs> six people to look after so yeah yeah it's yeah it's i think at good. the time there was obviously so many people in china and it was getting the the pop the population was getting bigger and bigger and it yeah. was going very people rapid, were living longer yeah and it was like tripling and you know it was just getting out of control but i think you know the ex- the extreme and you know you have to speak about you know the right to want to have a child mm. it's quite sad to hear you know that that was that wasn't like an option like it's not like oh if i could like you could you couldn't yeah and if you you if you did you could lose your job you would get fine um and you would be forced to basically abort your child or leave the child somewhere and all women would be s- sterilized sterilized yeah. exactly so it went to extreme cases now uh, it went when when people did fall pregnant and it was sad like there's loads of obviously things that i've read where people wanted to have a second child but the law told them that they couldn't yeah mm. um imagine you're not even allowed to make your own decision in terms of like your family planning and stuff it's just yeah. it's not it's not nice do whatsoever. you know so do you know why is that potentially a reason why you're birth parents made the decision to put put you in an orphanage i think obviously with the my age and the situation it's the highest like the highest likely story but we don't know that they don't have a document which says they had one kid already and they couldn't no so you know in a sort of sad scenario you think about maybe that i was 
given into the adoption or I was found like mm. in the documentary that I showed you guys but would they just don't know that um, it could have been a case of where both parents had died and they gave you, they, they gave the baby to an orphanage but it, you just don't know yeah. and that's like the, the thing like I'll, I will never know really but I, I'm saying that's probably the likely case yeah but yeah as you said you feel like it's been a wholly positive experience for you and it's like worked oh, out yeah. being and yeah it's yeah. so it, it is so um, <laughs> strange thinking about what could have been just in general yeah. just thinking about stuff like that like yeah so in terms of your your birth parents so you're you're um interested in visiting china when mm. when you and your brother are both kind of ready to do so you you know where you came from in terms of the 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 place in china you know the orphanage um yeah i do somewhere i think um that my, my parents have referenced it I, yeah. I don't know exactly but i have um i found it on facebook oh my god <laughs> yeah like i think i remember um when my was friend was it like a contact. group or something it was and i yeah. basically wrote in and said i'm i was adopted from here yeah but I got a response back. I can't remember what the woman said, basically, but she was just saying it was a group for the for, for people who had adopted from there. I don't think it was the the adoption centre itself. Yeah. Um, okay. So I didn't really so get. You, so you far. got kicked out of the group. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Mean. Kicked out before I got even invited. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. Um, but no, I think if if I was if if I was you know decide one day that I had you know I had the money and I wanted to do this and wanted to find my birth parents, I honestly wouldn't know where to begin to start. I, I mean, know. I know where I'd put my flight to. Yeah. yeah. But China's huge. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Who knows if the orphanage is still open? Yeah. yeah. Who knows if the people who worked with my parents to get you know the the application process you know all the way from this side over is still working for these companies probably not but like my dad says that maybe he has a card for the lady who um was like their guide yeah um, yeah but i mean that was 25 years ago but yeah but yeah. like i'm not like um key like, i'm not desperate to go and find like some some sort of clues or some sort of like pull to to go and find something because i i probably end up even if i did get to the desk or it was still open they probably wouldn't know think how many cases that there yeah, are there must be um, millions. yeah so i'd probably be in for a letdown what? So you would just go yeah. literally just to, just to view it, yeah, and just like I guess to have a good time in China and, yeah. and set your own roots. Yeah, and, yeah, hundred so you, percent. And you're yeah. keen to just learn about the culture and mm. sort of. Is there is there kind of a interest for you to to connect more with with your your roots in that sense? Like, do you feel like because you you you're like as British as they come? Yeah, all my, yeah. <laughs> like, I really am. Yeah, all my friends would say that. Yeah. <laughs> But is there is there this an intrigue there of you know I want to kind of learn about I don't know even just like Chinese cooking or yeah. the language like what what what's piquing your interest at the moment? If um, anything, I think it would probably be I don't I wouldn't necessarily say like the food I think it would probably be like just general like landscape of, and the look of things and how and maybe it's a bit weird but obviously I'm living in a city now oh, and right, I know yeah. that in technology China is a lot further ahead yeah. Yeah. and right, I think that yes. that's probably my strongest interest yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, if yeah. I was to possibly work in China it would probably maybe to be to do something to do with like just to see like something like technology yeah. um, that development which we don't have I think they have like I forgot where it is I think it's in Shanghai somewhere uh-huh. they've got this place where um, you can it's like this market that has like 
pretty much all the components you would ever need in the world to build something. Oh. So if you're like, I want to build a like a speaker, they'll be like, oh, okay, go wow. see this guy, this guy, and this guy, and then yeah. they will like oh, help you build. Like it's mm. just insane, and like it's. But yeah, I yeah, they must. Basically, Tom's saying, can you go there and pick him up the parts to build? Like, <laughs> no, well, I'm just saying it must be like an amazing. Mm. I don't know. And maybe the way they think, because the Chinese have invented mm. many great things. Yeah. And I think that's maybe something that I would find very interesting about the way they think. The way. What do you perceive it to be? How do you think fast. it's different? Yeah. Like I'm, my, I myself, I like, I like to think quite fast, and I always think I, and I'm not going anywhere. But I, I I'm, <laughs> con- I'm constantly in a rush in my own mind, my own state of mind, and um, I. A lot of people say you, you know, you should relax a little bit more. Like I don't know how to relax sometimes, yeah. and I don't know if that's probably you know a part of Chinese culture, but. You know, I think it's maybe part of you know this maybe that like this whole like factory like we've got to keep building, we've got to keep. I'm on just making. thinking about that hospital that they the built drive. in like six yes, days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> like that, that's that. See, I will never get that mm. image out of my head with all those diggers, yeah. just going at the ground. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything else that because I think that raises an interesting question around nature versus nurture, mm-hmm. and like what your genetic makeup mm. is you know has is potentially playing a part in you know in mm. your decision making or your approach to life or your you know behavior in ways that you haven't you know potentially thought about but is so thinking really fast and just being on the go all the time yeah. is maybe one thing is there anything else yeah um i don't know i've, I've noticed that i again like i haven't i haven't seen a lot of footage but i've noticed that it's always packed in China yeah there's not really that much space to even breathe mm-hmm. and I'd find I find London just about bearable in terms of business <laughs> you ain't seen yet then I, exactly yeah. I think if I I did go to a big city in China I'd be very overwhelmed by the enormity of the mm. amount of people around me and it might frighten me yeah because yeah. I don't do very really? well in crowds yeah um so I know that you know visiting like a big city I'd like to go you know and, and I really just think you should like just yeah just but even like see, rural, yeah. like I, I don't know, like um, I, I'm not quite sure. Like I don't really have like. My, I mean, I went to China to get Jake. Yeah. Which is, but I was. Yeah, you're still young. Three, yeah. four, so I barely remember anything. The only memories I have are the ones that I've seen through photos and yeah, right, and and video. But again, like that was 22 years ago. Things definitely would have changed. Yeah, and exactly. Looked yeah. very different. Um, but yeah, I know like. For example, it's it's not China, but in Japan, everything's very like minimal and everything's yeah. very like simple, and nothing's you don't have to buy like loads of stuff. And I really like that appeal. And I don't know if that's the same in China. Like you don't need a lot to be satisfied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes a lot in like the UK, we need a lot to be satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> we need a bit. <laughs> We're too busy buying everything. For mm. <laughs> but and for Are you what? On your, like, yeah. North Face jacket, Sophie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't love the puffer jacket. <laughs> Yeah, you do have a few, actually, when I think about it. you got the red one. Different wire. types yeah, of yeah, weather, yeah. different types of weather, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, right. Man. Do you oh, have any other questions? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I had one, but I, I feel like it's pointless and you've kind of already touched on it. Mm. Um, So you've touched on, like, the Chinese culture and you're mm. intrigued by that. But do you think there's, like, a, um, a UK-Chinese culture that you're, like, a subculture that you're aware of? Mm. Yeah, I mean, again, if you think about it in types of groups, 
you do see that everybody sort of clusters together. Yeah. Um, you know, what's familiar. And you, I've noticed that working for wh- where I work in like a university. Yeah. Um, a lot of people from similar backgrounds would generally huddle together. You know, you have societies who like huddle to get together yeah. and they want to stay together to keep the culture and where they come from alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, d- I feel very removed from that mm. because my culture is the same as your culture. Yeah, it's exactly. very like yeah. London. It's very, you know... You know, everybody's too cool around here. And stuff. <laughs> but no, like that's the side part I do yeah. wish I had. Is it's like a, a, a very small like, like group of friends who we could loosely, you know, be connected to. About. Yeah. Like, yeah. Weirdly, today even I went to the body shop and this girl was she was I'm not quite sure which part of Asia, but she, I think maybe she was Chinese. Yeah. And I was like looking at her in a completely different way than I would like do a normal one. I thought I, I bumped into in the street and I thought you are beautiful. Yeah. And I would love to have a conversation about where you're from, but I thought that's a bit intense. But like, do you know what I mean? Like I was just like you I, felt an affinity for her. Yeah, like, yeah. like I was like not saying I I was looking at her saying we're looking in the mirror, but yeah. I just was like very interested in her and I just thought wow she's stunning I'm thinking about mm. when um, two black people see each other and like they just oh, yeah. there's that nod of acknowledgement mm. <laughs> no I don't have like, that no yeah. I yeah. Uh, do you know that happens no I didn't know that yeah, happens yeah, but no, I could it happens I've seen it <laughs> a nod yeah you no say. and you'll walk past someone in and they'll give a nod to each other and it's just, yeah. and then they move it's on. It's like an unspoken it it's like when two Land Rovers are crossing huh? the road on the motorway and they give each other I a I think the Ross are come from some car brands like I think it's the people that drive Volkswagen Beetles, like no, or tra- like bus drivers no. will wave at each other. Like it's a anyway. un- no, yeah. I, I don't know that, but yeah. Do but, you, yeah. So also, do you get that same kind of attention, or, or um, I don't know, do people have an affinity with you? Do they kind of come up to you or try to relate to you in some way um, that only, are only, similar to you? I've only had a few cases where. Uh, people, Chinese people have asked me for directions for things, and, and or you know, but other than that, no, not really. Yeah, like, everybody sort of just pretty much treats me the same, and I'm sort of like in a in a in my work, everybody's quite diverse and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's good. It's it's like good if that makes sense. Like I don't feel as like you I'm said a, before, it's like there's no need for a magnifying glass no. to be placed on it. You, yeah. you can just feel free to just be, I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah, but no, mean? different experiences as I'm getting older, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting when you said that, that the questions are... Changing as you get older. They yeah. change you've, as you've gotten older. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you anticipating anything, like any further changes or any other challenges um, ahead? I don't know, because as I said, before this, before, you know, we just, when we decided to do this podcast, I was still at this level of... I just sort of know what I know, but I'm yeah. very satisfied. Like there was no need for me to reach any further. Yeah. I was very like, okay, well, I know the basics and that's it really. And I, I'm not seeking Yeah, you seem very at peace. Yeah, but then I, this actually pushed me to want to yeah. discover more and learn more and read more. So that was really great for me. So I think I'm going to actually spend some more time yeah. doing a little bit of that. And maybe if I do find people that would be great for me because then I can really you know to chat and speak to some people yeah um but at the moment I think it's quite nice that I can like sort of dip dip in and out but I'd like I think I'd like to develop more of a or this isn't just oh now it's like ended I I I feel you know this is like the level I want to go further into it and then yeah at some point I'll book my trip (laughs) do you think that the reason why you're kind of have up until this point like being quite satisfied and everything is because you've you for the most part had like a really great childhood and oh, like, 100%. Had, like you know a good support system good family whereas like for yeah. other for other um people that have been adopted 
it might not have, have been a lot that of questions. That, yeah. yeah, they have a lot of kind of unanswered questions mm. and a void that they need to fill. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a void in some way? Or not? Yeah. You... Well, so no. As I said, like my my luck in it, I think has made me feel this this comfortable like, in my own skin and yeah. my own yeah. situation. But I don't know anybody really, and I, I kind of once I would love to find some people because there was a community, and I think this is what the important part is. And maybe this could be my next step in finding some people from the same background yeah. who perhaps are having different experiences with me because there's there's loads of us out there, and it's not just you know in the UK, it's like the yeah, US, and we were all over the country now. So if I could some way find you know people to connect with and you know ask questions about, I think that would be very interesting because yeah, like you said, some people might be really struggling with the idea and might have this void of being like I feel like I don't belong mm. and I feel like I still need to find out who I came from yeah because um, the only thing it kind of like freaks me out when I'm like oh I need to think about is my medical history mm. because when people ask you oh did, did, do you have any, do you know history, how any yeah. history with this this is I say I've got no idea because I'm my but my but my, my my parents yeah i'm not i wasn't from my parents that man i wasn't made from my like parents if that mm. makes sense so uh, that's the only like question um when it when it when it comes but to will you will you ever get those answers kind of going back to yeah you know finding the orphanage if it's still open you know yeah. is there a way to find out your med- medical history um oh, i doubt it like i, yeah. I, I think my documentation is so bad actually i've seen recently and it's in your building weirdly sophia where, the, where you work Okay. There's this company, they take a, a swab of your oh, DNA, DNA and then from that they're able to mm-hmm. identify um, like common health um, risks yeah. that you might be like yeah. exposed would to. You, would you do something like that? Um, n- not necessarily, I guess maybe the only time I think I might do it yeah. is when I have my own kids mm. because then I need to think about them. Yeah. But for myself... I'm actually touch wood a very yeah, healthy being. Really yeah. I'm very <laughs> fit, <laughs> and I've been yeah, very lucky <laughs> with with my health. Yeah, and I like to think that I've been you know blessed, and you know I don't know if that's genetic or just my lifestyle, but I'm actually quite, um, I'm, I'm like a very well person. But I don't know because I've got other. F- fears around the whole DNA, right. DNA test, that. Yeah, but that was for a different da- thing. Data. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because of that, yeah. yeah, yeah Wait, yeah. just on that, this is just a quick side step. Where do you find your motivation to like keep working out and like- Me? Keep, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, cause you, yeah, yeah you, you said, are on oh it. yeah, like I'm a really healthy person. Like, yeah, cause you don't stuff donuts in your mouth every day. Like no, no, but like this is part of the genetics. Like I know that the, the, the Chinese people have very fast metabolism, all Asian yeah. people have. And I've been very blessed. Like everybody kind of like is a bit like, oh, for God's sake, like I'm so like annoyed that you have this because I can eat rubbish yeah. and I don't really put much weight on. And that's kind of. But no, I see that you like, <laughs> you, you go for runs and stuff. And okay. like, no, yeah. you, actually, confession. you actually care about your body. <laughs> yeah. No, but the thing is, is that. I go through waves like any normal person. I I, I can have moments Look, where she's just like us. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not in the gym at the moment, and I, okay, I fair enough, yeah. mainly because it's not in my budget. But I've got to really be in my head about it. Yeah, you know. And I, at the moment, I've got other goals that I'm trying to you know focus on, and I don't really have the time at the moment. But whenever I've gone to the gym, it's not been for weight loss. It's been no, for it's never it's been. been for mindfulness. Yeah, because yeah. I get very stressed. Really good at that. Um, so I just like to plug in and be by myself for an hour. Yeah. Um, but. I'm waiting for it to get a bit lighter. So, yeah, I'm suffering yeah, as well. This um, winter business is yeah, killing winter me. Winter business. It's called, <laughs> a, it's called a season. But yeah. also, I'm very lucky where I live because I live quite close to Hampstead Heath. So yeah. I'm going to start oh, running yeah. there. Um, There's an amazing park run there. We used to drive oh, to perfect. it. Like, so I'm going to maybe not 
give 25 pounds to a gym and maybe actually just use nature honestly because yeah. it's, it's, it's to me it's not a normal part this is yeah if for anyone listening park this? run in Heath, um, Hampstead Heath is amazing because it's yeah. like a cross country run there's like yeah. hills just and all sorts Friday and then yeah do because yeah. we'll I would like to up my cardio but yeah right, sorry major sidestep yeah, like, <laughs> you're healthy and such and such and I'm eating I have a, a final question you know on, about the whole five would I adopt myself that could be like the fifth question. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Yeah, no, go for it. So, <laughs> we're really lazy on this one. No, <laughs> I, I, hundred percent would. I've recommended it to people. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean you rec- Well, you know, if if I'm um, gotta do it, guys. You've gotta do it's it. It's so cool. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I, I just say to people, if if somebody else could be this happy as mm. me, I know that somebody else could be this happy. Yeah. And. You know, I think that at some cost you do have to think that you you essentially are saving somebody because mm-hmm. when my parents were going through the process of adopting and I asked why did you pick China yeah and at the time the UK had a very good legal um, situation with China yeah so it was very easy to, to get me basically because you know the worst fear would be is if they adopted from say like India mm-hmm. and there was problems with legal things and you couldn't get the baby over the other side yeah but at the time there was a very good legal situation with China and the UK so that's why it was like a top thing. There Wait, wasn't just out really interest, like do you have a Chinese passport or do you have uh, a I did, I did. Yeah, oh, so okay. I do, but it's like, you, you you're entitled it to or... renew it though. Oh, I didn't know that. I should look into that. <laughs> What's your Chinese name? Oh, yes. I was actually going to mention this because I Googled it on the way here. So, what, you Googled your name? The thing is, is that I, I used to be quite embarrassed about it as a child because mm. to me, it was like very foreign. Mm-hmm. It was a part that I didn't understand and they kept it and I'm so grateful. My parents kept my first Chinese name yeah. is our middle names now so Aww. it's the it's the, my the final piece like my my identity that I have yeah. left with China and it's supposed to mean something I'm not sure if it does yeah so my Chinese name is um Mingjing. Yeah. And I don't know if I pronounce it right and I don't barely know how to spell it <laughs> but they said and they told my parents that mine means movie star yeah so they both had mine's a bit like celebrity (laughs) and they both have meanings which I think is really beautiful and I don't know why but as a child I really really didn't like it like I barely like write it in the forms now but like I just didn't want to have anything to do with it but now I love it like I'm gonna own it now it's mine nobody else has got a middle name like that I don't know if it does mean a movie star um, but um, that's what they told. And when uh, in my house, some we've got it in. Um, oh yeah. In cali- uh, it, calligraphy, yeah. yeah. It uh, printed both mine and Jake's name. Yeah. So that's like, so it, on my birth certificate in Chi- uh, Chinese, it's X I A yeah. and Mingjing. So I don't know if it because I think they do the whole fir- the surname first. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And XIA yeah. is like a very common one. I think it's yeah. like basically like a Smith. Yeah. So I guess like there must be so many babies to have to name every single baby. Yeah. It would have been like just just what, couldn't make it personal. Bir- did your birth parents name you? I don't. I don't. We don't know that. Right. It so, might. So it might be in the orphanage. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I think. I think so. But I've only got a few documents with that name. And then what's really cu- nice in my dad's document uh, like in his note taking is I don't have a name up until a certain point so he refers to me a lot as the baby which I mm. think is really cute and then I finally get my name Sophie yeah so I don't love my name Sophie particularly but now I kind of know it's a bit of a journey now and now it's got yeah. this it's kind of like nicer to like, appreciate now like my full name so yeah. you so you would recommend adopting you would do it yourself yeah I, I would like to did you um like get any information from your parents in terms of 
how they felt kind of raising you and um we didn't speak about much about like the raising it was more about the process beforehand um i think i think um we had you were their first kid right yeah so they'd never been parents before yeah i mean just to be to be to be first time parents Mm. is is mental but then also having you know gone through this process mm. on top of it that's a heavy yeah you know. and they really really like if you think about it it's it's a beautiful story and i i have said this to, to them like it's a beautiful story because they were my mom was 39 and my dad was 38 yeah um so you know they were older like well not older really old but like older parents and yes yeah, so I, I i was there like their first not firstborn, but their first child and they must have you know gone through this whole process you know like obviously a normal couple when you go for a child for a baby it, it, it's just like okay we're going to start trying then and yeah. then but for them it was like more of a pa- paper and, yeah paperocracy and, and a lot of going back with yeah. um officials and things like Translators this Translators and yeah, yeah so it was a whole and it cost a hell of a lot by the sounds yeah, of yeah, it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like get all I, that legal representation and what yeah, yeah. Just... so they they were in it from the beginning and there was you know a few complications you know with worries and things like that but i know that they really wanted me and i mm. think that that's like a very yeah humbling thing to know that they really really they wanted us um, and they wanted to be parents and this was the way that they were going to do it and I think that's just so beautiful to like know yeah. that they were going to do their best efforts and try as hard as they could to achieve this and they did it and yeah. they succeeded and mm. we both felt and very got, happy yeah and did they know that did they kind of get a, a lineup of, of pictures of cute babies and oh, go yeah. like oh, <laughs> yes. that one? yeah 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 how does that work uh, or did they oh, say yeah. no you, you're, you're getting <laughs> line this up. one you? you don't get a choice yeah so, so yeah. funny story so the picture how do you they... choose also? yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, that was literally just... sophie's choice <laughs> oh my god yeah. mental so the picture that they have of me i don't think it's me Oh I, um, I've seen, I've seen. Well, I know that babies change a lot in their first year. Yeah. But I just, I'll show you the picture. I, I just, I'm not convinced it's me. And I think back then because my parents bought a fax machine, especially for this, which I think is so sweet. Oh, it and is, they were yeah. up at like midnight because of time difference. Yeah. Sign so the yeah. times, they yeah. were up at like two a.m. doing all this like back and throwing with China about you know the papers and the documents and who I was and, and getting me. And they were given one picture, and you just say yes. Yeah. And I feel like whatever picture they would have you know taken, they would have been like, yes. I just want to, I, I mm. want to be a mum. I want to be a dad. But the picture that they have, like I'm, I'm convinced it's not me. But um, because now I know the enormity of how many children that they were, I yeah. really just don't think that people had much time to deal with documentation mm. in the correct like format. I think that they just needed to make sure that there was a picture and there was some sort of proof of a name and a date of birth. Yeah. And that was enough probably at the time because they were trying to get these children homes. Into homes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not comparing it to like when you adopt a dog, but if you th- sort of think about the process of when you adopt an animal, there's kind of like, it, there's still a lot of complications yeah, there exactly. and you yeah, have to yeah, make yeah. sure that you give some sort of background mm. and then security and then you have to pass checks to make sure that you're okay as pet, like if they're um, yeah. going to be fit parents. So there was a lot of like stress in that. Um, but the, the, the whole process was I think about like a year or something yeah but then getting Jake a second time was a lot quicker because oh yeah they've been pre-approved yeah, oh. so, yeah so um, his was a lot um, easier but still they had to go through the whole like somebody coming over and assessing yeah. them as people as characters to make sure that they were going to be right for to take on this child um, but yeah 
but no, it's it's it's, it's 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 a crazy story. Yeah. I'm just so happy that it's been such a positive experience for you, and that mm. you're um, just seeing the wonderful person that you are. Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, you're amazing. But no, you're right. You know, <laughs> you're, not, you're not bad. Yeah. But no, but I would love to have my own children because I think Chinese babies are so cute. Yeah, like, <laughs> they are so cute. Like just like chubby cheeks yeah I, keep, they... I, I i do when i whenever i get a bit broody i'm not yeah. with anyone but whenever i see little mm. chinese babies and like children toddlers i'm like no, i've got to have my own i've got to have my own no literally you have to so um It'd be a travesty yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the cuteness yeah yeah um but i know it's that i know that wears off over time but you know, <laughs> <laughs> i would so love mean. to have my own as well but at the same time i do i do think that you don't have to look at somebody to for them to look the same for them to feel like you have a connection or yeah feel like yeah. that's that's my child because you know that's my blood it's not like that at all like i i, I look at my parents both white and i literally that's the only vision that i have and yeah it's very clear to me that they are the only parents that i want in my life yeah that's such a lovely note to end yeah on. i was gonna say i don't want to disrupt it with my stupid little voice but yeah no honestly thank you like from the bottom of my heart like this has been an amazing oh, combo and i hope it's been real like fruitful for you and thank oh, yeah. you for is there anything you, you've missed out or anything you want to talk about no I think that we, I think we covered quite a lot really to be honest um, yeah probably not the most structured yeah well, uh, but it you know has a narrative in itself though it kind of just rolls one yeah. Yeah. is that not life <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know Ooh. right right okay right. thanks guys yeah? yeah should we leave it there yeah right well yeah, thanks just... Sophie for your for your time Thanks, Tom. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the next yeah, one's gonna be. I know we Do you wanna do you wanna come back on and talk about something else? What would you talk about? Oh remember when we had this conversation in the yeah. kitchen? I've got one. Gone. Remember we talked about the big, you know, D word divorce. <laughs> Oh yeah, the D word. Yeah, I, I, that's why I, I came in quickly with the divorce because if it's just D by itself, yeah, no, yeah. what yeah. would that, that have been? Was, yeah, my Ooh. mind went places. Yeah, but, yeah, but maybe, yeah. Oh god, yeah, we'll no, that is that is something. That's something all three that's of us a, could potentially talk about. All three of us, all from broken homes. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone put their hand in. No, I'm joking, but no. <laughs> Right, let's see. That's let's a big one. Potentially, one yeah. Without bruising all of our parents' egos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Censored. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, right. uh, yeah, that's it's a been good real. point. Sorry, yeah. Thanks, Thanks guys. Sophie. <laughs> Thanks, Sophie. Bye. Bye. Bye.